every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Scoutcast. Welcome to Scoutcast, where sometimes I play my song. Okay. Huh? Oh, okay. Okay. You only had two seconds. I'm like, hey, man, don't, don't get us shut down up in here. I don't know what happens on the Jeff Cavanaugh show. Jeff Cavanaugh show over there on Jeff Cavanaugh YouTube, full time YouTuber. Correct? Oh, that's not a copyright infringement. Oh, it's not. No, that's oh. every instrument is played by the guy who made the song and it doesn't match the algorithm. It's safe. So I own that song. You know, motherfucker. I need to know somebody. Hey, everybody on my side, go over there and say shots out to Jeff, man. Jeff doing his thing full time. He needs our support. Go over there and say what's up to him. I'm Vach. That's Jeff. Hello. Yeah, I quit my job. So come on over. <laughs> Subscribe to my YouTube channel. <laughs> I got fired. See, and I got one guy who says Jeff doesn't give people enough time to join. But then if I play my full four minute intro, guess what? People get mad that it's going to be four minutes until we're here. So you know what? You can't win. I'd like to apologize to everyone and no one at the same time. The key is to hit the rewind button. You can always catch us back on the rewind button. That's the that's the big key. But we're happy that you're here. We ain't talking shit because you're talking shit, but we just happy that you came in general. So you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, Randy Gregory's gone, and so now we can talk about the Cowboys draft. I did a whole show this morning thinking Randy Gregory was a Cowboy on Cowboys.com, and we just – Ignored all edge guys like it was over. Didn't have to worry about that because we had Randy Gregory. And then, um, yeah, yeah, now he's not, now he's gone. He's not, you know, here. you know, gone. Jeff, I didn't want to cry real life tears, man, because this is a sport at the end of the day. And I do think fans kind of take this thing a little too serious. And I just want to say before I say any of this ungrateful shit, I'm happy for Randy because Randy has come a long way. A long way just as a dude, just as a human. So shots out to that dude getting his bag, shots out to his family. But it just sucks when, you know, as a fan, I'm just speaking as a fan, right? It's just that we invest so much love into it, right? You know what I mean? So much love into this dude. And I'm like, man, we finally got him back. We finally at the end of the road. And then, like, it just doesn't work. And then we get the report. Yeah, but we're looking at Von Miller, too. Look, Von Miller's fine, but, but but I'm invested in Randy. I got, you know how many Twitter fights I've gotten into over Randy? If you look, if you go at Vach Lombardi. Randy Gregory, you'll see me cussing humans out about, hey, we need to get us to do another chance. We need to fight for Randy <laughs> Gregory. I love Randy Gregory. And now he's gone, brother Jeff. So I've cried real tears while I was watching draft film, bro. It's Would you be okay game. if Von Miller showed up? I mean, I'd be cool, man. But damn, I ain't got nothing invested in Von Miller. Give a fuck about that dude, man. I, I would, I would, I would feel better from a football standpoint. Like, okay, cool. I've, you know, I've, I've seen Von Miller's work. He's a little older, so he's not a long term option or whatever. Like I would consider Randy to be, but he's a cool little patchwork situation. I also think losing Randy, if like I don't think this is gonna be true, but like if Carloftis is there, like you can't ignore like you know, D end in the, in the, in the draft now, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, like guys like Chandler Jones and, and Vaughn would help me patch this up, but it's the emotion for me losing out on Randy Gregory. And that sucks the worst. He was ours. He was a sweet man. He was our guy. He was our guy. I was there when we drafted him out of damn Nebraska and he was skinny. He was skinny and his neck was long, and then he got swollen. And we was there for every step of the way. Then we was cool. All of yep. a sudden, we wasn't illegal no more. And I was like, "This is a fucking match made." There are no more obstacles. There are no more impediments between Randy Gregg and the Dallas Cowboys. And then you get Stephen. And then Jerry had the deal done, and Stephen screwed it up. Oh well. Uh, thank you, William, in the super chat. Scoutcast is back. Best show on YouTube. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you to uh, Dylan Johnson just in here throwing dollar bills around. Appreciate you. 
bought it. So I asked for questions from the people, and I got a bunch of them on Twitter for us. Let's run it. But I wanted to start off. I think anytime that somebody has a pet cat, you gotta you gotta let your pet cat fly because the Cowboys only have two starting receivers at the moment, and Botch has his pet cat. If you've watched my channel, you know Sky Moore, Sky Moore, Sky Moore, Sky Moore, Sky Moore, Sky Moore. Sky Moore is my guy. Uh, but Botch, you found you a guy, and I love goddamn sky more you know what i'm saying anybody that can run routes catch the ball and go they're fine with me um but calvin austin the third right i i mean i i just kind of first saw him watching combine stuff and i was like oh he's the first one up let's watch him run and he ran pretty fast right so i don't let the combine like dictate for me just in case there's anybody new to watch um i watch film bro i'm so dead ass on film so like the uh barre dude uh, that you know the D tackle that ran the damn four three. I don't like him because he ran a four three. I watched his film. I don't. I don't think he's very good. So I moved on from. Him. Uh, <laughs> but I watched Calvin. Uh, Calvin Austin and I enjoy his film. But you. But I enjoy his film and make him pick cat in context to what I think he can do for my team in particular. Calvin may not fit with everybody else, but if Calvin's on my team as like a down the line somewhere, fourth option gadgety dude that i can maybe get on day three if it slips that far i don't think so but maybe fourth round guy possibly do kick return punt return things just uh get the ball to that dude quickly and let him be faster than, and quicker than everybody kind of guy i think that's fun it's one thing to be faster than everybody guy but i like those those laterally quick dudes that's what i think separate guys like Jalen waddle from like henry ruggs just to give you an example calvin calvin is is one of them quick sideways guys and he's fast long so uh he played inside and outside at, at Memphis, I don't think he's going to do much of that in the league. I think he's going to be gadget guy. If he's outside, he's going to be jet sweeping his ass, you know what I'm saying? So whatever, whatever. Plus, I'm just superstitious about shit like this. Memphis got one dude every year that's just good. Just one dude every year. Memphis just just keep rolling one dude out at a time. And, and Calvin could possibly be that Memphis guy this year. I don't want to miss out on him. Pollard, Antonio Gibson, and I bet I'm missing some. But We're yeah, he's somebody. fun. Calvin um, Austin's yeah. about this big, Darryl about that big, like that. Yeah, yeah, he's a little bitty dude, but about five seven, one seventy. But the dude flies. He's 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 Dean size. But if you're not counting on him to be your main squeeze, I think that dude would be a fun day three kind of guy just to run out there and just be a weapon. Yeah, I um, I love the receiver group this year. Plenty, like of like there is. I don't think there's any Jamar Chase. Where it's like, oh yeah, that dude's a number one. He's gonna step in, but there are just so many dudes that are gonna be number two and number three wide receivers for a really long time. For sure. That I'm ready for it. Do you have a preference on type for the Cowboys? Like, do um, you want route runner? Do you want gadget? Do you want big? Do you have a preference? I'm always partial to route runners because if you can get separation, then you've already won the battle. You know what I mean? So you can be one of these, you know, Drake London characters that can get a little bit of separation and then get that long body separation. But like, if you can get that, like Garrett Wilson, just that all routes, you know what I'm saying? Wide um, receiver one. Mine too. Mine too. Um, Dotson, I feel like he would be, I would like him more if his complete game was a little bit better, but I do like him as a route runner. You know what I mean? So, like, if he was a dude that you're looking at later down the line to come in and be a compliment to Lamb and 
and and Gallup, you can never use too many uh too many route runners on your you know on your team or whatever. Just take his ass off the line of scrimmage and don't let him like you know try to block nobody. You'll be good with him. Uh, but besides that, you know I prefer route run. I don't really like like fast receivers like that. You know somebody on the social media social media Twitter joint they was all like, but Vodge, I've never heard of you liking fast receivers before. Fast receivers normally ain't that good. Like the the fastest guys aren't the 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 best guys in the world they normally show up and just kind of disappear uh so when i do like fast guys it is pretty rare pretty rare but i like the uh the route run to get my own separation guys i just think fast is a bonus like sure. if you like if your tape is you can get open you know how to run routes you know how to get separation and all that and then like garrett wilson and then you show up and you run in the four threes i go oh sweet <laughs> like i didn't care what he ran i thought he was gonna run a four four eight but he's sure. running the four threes great add that in uh, um, but yeah, you're not going to win with pure speed in the NFL very often. What do you think about Traylon Burks from a Cowboy context? Do you think he's a he's a fit here? I th- So I'll start with this. What I've heard is that the Cowboys are looking for technicians and route runners. Um, Perfecto. And I don't think he necessarily fits that. But mm-hmm. it's also, it's not like it's his fault. He played at a school with a quarterback who couldn't throw it all that well. And so they threw him the ball right at the line of scrimmage or down the field. It was like, how are we going to get you the ball? So, no, you don't see on tape him running a bunch of routes. But I think any team, if you take a guy that's 6'2", 225, hell on wheels after the catch, can go get the ball, does that help any quarterback? Hell, yeah. Sure. Give him – let Dak – hut, your ball, go. Uh, I think that helps. But, yeah, I don't – I. It's so hard to guess what they're going to do because it's so hard to guess what order these receivers go in. For sure. Like you mentioned Drake London. I don't know if he's going to be the first receiver off the board or the fifth. Sure. Don't know. Right. There's a lot of guys this year. And, you know, that's kind of what I like. Like, we're not going to be forced to take a dude at 24. Now, if it's an egregious situation, like if it's just hey this this is some undeniable CDS seventeen type of situation then fine take take wide receiver but I think with there being so many wide receivers and you have a number one and a number two in theory or whatever I I don't think that you're going to be pressed to actually take a guy like if you end up with like one of these you know round three guys I I think you'll be good you know like a Pickens like a Ross or something like that you know just take one of them dudes later you'll be you'll be fine with those guys that's where I got your guy Calvin Austin in the third, third round. round in the third yeah, round, so, guy. For sure, for sure, for sure. So we got to hope that he that he falls to the fourth, you know what I'm saying? Because I think, you know, I think when we get to the third round, and I say this about a lot of players, Jeff, a player can be a second-round talent, but just how, like, draft works, you know, somebody's going to fall at some point, and this could just be superstition. I always think there's going to be a better player there, you know what I mean? So we could sit up here and be like, oh, Chad Muma, a second-round linebacker. I think there'll be better guys. I think if we look at, like, D tackles or we look at the wide receivers that'll be there, the corners that'll be there, you know, the, you know, offense, the guards that'll be there. You know what I mean? Would you, would you pick like a guy like Travis Jones or Chad Muma? You know what I mean? Tyler Smith or Chad Muma, John Mechie or Chad Muma. I just think so many guys are going to fall down that guys are just going to keep slipping, you know? Yeah. You're making me pull up my board. By the way, thank you. Let me catch up on super chatters, Western Washington adventures. Don't think this will happen, but who would you prefer between Chandler Jones, Von Miller, Tyron Matthew, Bobby Wagner, Zadarius Smith? I mean, in theory, my answer is you ain't getting none of them because you know their names. But we do know for a fact that the Cowboys had five years and $70 available for a pass rusher. Mm -hmm. So if Zadarius Smith's back's okay, call him. If Von Miller wants to be here, which he does, call him. I want Chandler. 
Uh, I'll take Chandler Jones. Yes. The, my answer is yes, yes, and yes. Sure. Absolutely, positively. Alex said, why are we not discussing Chandler Jones? Talented, always a second thought. Cowboys. Yeah, like Chandler Jones was one of the, for what, probably a three- or four-year run, was like one of the best pass rushers in the league, and I feel like he was never mentioned as one of the best pass rushers in the league. Yeah, because, you know, he's not a he's not a flashy, sexy name, but, like, when you keep looking at the numbers, like, he up there. He's always a guy that's up there. And then when you watch him, he kind of plays like that. Like, he's not a flashy rusher. He's just, a, a, he's just a, a seasoned, polished dude that just knows how to win. I don't need a name. I don't got to have Khalil Mack. You know what I mean? Just give me the dude that's going to give me production, and that's Chandler Jones. Martin wanted to know, is Von Miller really more than just a popular name at this point in his career? Yes, I think Von Miller's still got – it might only be a year or two left, but Von Miller is still going. He is still going well. He's not like chasing Cam Newton in the Super Bowl, Von Miller, but he's yeah. better than, you know, Chauncey Golston right now, for sure. Eddie Joe, what are your thoughts on Bo Melton? I liked him when I watched him play, and then he had a great combine, but no one talks about him. Well, I got news for you. I can't help you because too I'm looking him up right now because I have not watched Bo Melton. Too soon for me. I don't know. You got uh, us a Rutgers wide receiver here. I'll let you know. I don't know yet, but I'll let you know. How about that's, that? That's all your supers? That's all my supers. I got Isaiah Menchaka dropped a, uh, dropped a deuce over here and says uh, Khalil Shakur Pickett, solid player. Uh we we them boys drop five, and he hates the Cowboys. He says, uh, rest in peace to drafting your guard at 24 dreams. We're drafting an edge or, or a wide receiver. I disagree. Um, but- uh, I think if you said everything is equal – and like the top players on the board, like it's all the positions are available and they're all the same grade. They're picking a guard. Probably guard. I believe it. For sure. They don't have a left guard. For sure. See, see, first of all, we them boys, like he he he's he's like the super anti everything guy. He's super yeah. pessimistic guy. So he always so he's look he's always looking to jab about you. You bavage your little dreams of guard at twenty four. R.I.P. Shut up. Appreciate you for dropping five. Though. You know I love you to peace, but we fight each other. That's just what we do. Salute. Yeah. Um. Sounds like love. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who, sometimes. Uh. Brandon J. Draw five and says, since we can't sign deals until tomorrow, can uh Jerry salvage the Randy Gregory situation? Um. Steve. It's allowed. It's allowed. Uh. Steven should deal with the uh with the draft only. Jerry. Uh. Jerry needs the uh needs to contact. Um. Uh. Pat Walker. You know, follow him on follow him on all, all all his social medias or whatever. But he was like, he talked to the to the to the Randy camp and they pissed off, like they upset and it's not looking great. So in theory, you can, you know, what I mean, in in theory, Jerry can call Randy. You know, like, hey man, come, you know, come on, man, you, it can't happen. But they seem pissed off. So hey, Clarence is Clarence Hill is reporting that basically the thing they tried to tuck in at the end of his contract after they'd already agreed to it was something that they, they say they tuck into all of them. It was the Lyle Collins thing where like Lyle Collins lost his guaranteed money. Cause he got suspended. Mm-hmm. And like, if that's it and it's like, that's company line, it's what we do. Well, MF you would still negotiate that before you agreed to the deal. You wouldn't try to tack it on at the end. Sure. And, uh, and if another team is not doing that, then the way your company's doing business is going to get your ass whipped by another company in the way they do business. Cause they ain't doing that. So for sure. For sure. Um, so, so yeah, cross your fingers, but you know, and, uh, Jamal Mitchell drive five says, what do you think about Zamir white too soon for me? Uh, I played him in high school. Uh, we played in the sec together and he's also my wife's cousin. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know either. Zamir white. It sounds like a running back though. If I remember right. Too soon for me. I'll let you, I'll let you. Oh yeah, he's one of the Georgia guys. 
I like Dalvin Cook's uh, little brother, though. But, yeah, we'll get there. Zach, what comp picks are we getting for Wilson, Collins, and Randy? Collins won't get you a comp pick because you're going to have to cut him. Uh, Wilson is going to get you a five or a six. And Randy will get you a three or a four. I had to go find the math chart on it. I have the chart. You better effing believe it. Donovan Wilson? Uh, No, 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 no. Cedric. Cedric, oh yeah, yeah, Cedric, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cedric probably gets you a six. Uh, Connor probably gets you a six. Leo's gets you nothing. Uh, Cooper gets you nothing. And Randy will get you your good one. Randy, if he if he makes five years seventy, he'll probably get you a four, possibly. We'll take it. Because he's Pete not. Just wanted to say, Jeff, you were right about Andre Cisco. Apologies for being a d bag about him. <laughs> Can Andre you know Cisco not have a great rookie year? You know what, sir? We need a lot more people like you because this, this, this the bad thing, right? Jeff and Vice, like we're we're visible, and I say that humbly. I ain't trying to sound like a dick in that. Like we're we're visible. So if I say some dumb shit about a player, it's easy to find us. But if you're that one dude that's standing on that on that soapbox, Vice Paris Ford is going to be a beast in the league. And if he's not, I don't know where to find you to tell you wrong. You just kind of disappear, and I, you know what I mean? And that's just it. So I appreciate you, sir, for coming to Jeff. Like, hey, yo, Jeff, my bad, man. Cisco ain't shit. So salute, bro. Thanks, Pete. Uh, okay, so now, Cowboys-wise, you are looking at, if you had to pick it, one, two, three, first round, second round, third round, Botch, what are the three positions, if it lines up the way they want it to, because like the CD Lamb thing or Micah Parsons, you could have the top player on the board and all of a sudden your plan goes out the window because you're like, hey, we're picking the best player. Sure. But if they had it the way they want it, first three rounds are? We haven't talked in a while, so we've been doing this a lot over on um, over on my channel. And I think this is the first year in a long time or, I, or in my short drafting life or whatever to where I'm looking at picks where we're at, like the teens and 20s and shit. I like those picks better than the top seven or eight. You know what I mean? Like if you had a top 10 pick last year, you can't miss top top 13 or so pick last year. But all my favorite players are, are where we're at. You're either forced to take some dudes you may not like, or man, I get man, I can get Linderbaum where I'm at. I can get Jordan Davis where I'm at. I can get, you know, either the linebackers I like, wide receivers. So the board really opens up for us. I legitimately think you can take the best player, and then you can go draft from there, from there. So if, like, Jordan Davis on the board, D-tackle, especially one take, wasn't really on my list. But if he's there and you kind of wiped out everywhere else, then you take that dude, then you go guard, then you go, like, receiver maybe, then you go, like, linebacker or something. You know what I mean? It just depends on what's what's deepest. Wide receiver deep as fuck, so I feel like I can get that a little bit later. Guard, I feel like guard is relatively for what we used to deep as fuck. So I could probably take that in second or third somewhere. Um, if Dean is there, Hey, we take a linebacker guard wide receiver. If it's Kenyon green, cool linebacker receiver and just work down from there. So it's, it's a combination of those four positions, but it depends on what's the, who's the best player at the uh, first round in the first. I'm round. looking at it. And cause like, I guess in my brain, they would love for it to be a combination of their third starting wide receiver, their starting left guard, and a linebacker. Linebacker. DT. Maybe an edge because Randy's gone. Yeah. Maybe a D tackle. So I'm trying to come up with like a game of would you rather 
Yeah. Something else too, though. Like we have to, we have to figure out what's important to us that's not like considered first round or whatever, right? So I say Jordan Davis, but that don't mean I'm looking for one text early. You know what I mean? It's just that if he's there, I'm taking him. But if not, then guard, linebacker, wide receiver. You understand what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If 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 Dean is there, then all of a sudden linebacker is more of a priority. But if not, okay, cool. I'll take a linebacker in the fourth or something like that, in the third or fourth round. Something. You know and it mean? sounds more and more likely that Nicobe Dean will be there. Why I mean, obviously, this this all these things mean shit. Come actual draft night, somebody might take him ninth overall. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, but just you know, watching the national draft dudes and all the mock drafts, like further and further we go. He's pretty much there every time now. And I wonder if that's people hearing from guys in the league where it's like, oh, you know, he's kind of small. He kinda, I, like, I don't know. I don't know what your knock is on N'Kobe Dean because the dude's a stud. Uh, and if I can have him at 24, I'll take my five foot eleven linebacker all day long. So, that dude is a monster. So, Jeff, let me just ask you, why do you think <clears> – <throat> why is it that all of the players that we think are the best players are the ones falling? You know what I mean? Like – for example, in no world, I watch film, Jeff. We watch film here, Jeff. <laughs> that needs Jeff, to be a t-shirt. Jeff, we I, I, I have a shirt called I watch film. We watch <laughs> film, Jeff. Jermaine Johnson ain't fucking better than no Nicobe Dean, man. I don't care about your position. I don't care, Jeff. You can look all the way you want to. You, I don't care about position value. That makes a little like defensive. End. I do care about that for the record. I do care. To an extent, Jeff. Like to the, an extent, the yes. best guys. Look at this film and look at this film. I watch your show, Jeff. I'm a fan of yours. We peers, but I'm a fan of yours. I've heard you say, hey, look, Jermaine Johnson disappears on, on, on film sometimes. Sometimes he's good, sometimes I don't see him. Nicobe don't disappear, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, you got the wrong, you got the wrong guy to defend Jermaine Johnson, but I do like it's I saw like the NFL is pass pass rush is so effing king in the NFL that when you find dudes that have traits and maybe this is just like knowing how it's going to go rubbing off on me a little bit sure. where it's like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A guy that has a power rush has a couple of moves can play the run. Oh yeah. He's going the first round. Um, but like, if you went through my notes on Jermaine Johnson and then you read my notes on Nicobe Dean, you'd be like, <laughs> Jeff, you like Nicobe Dean a lot better. <laughs> you damn straight. I do. Uh, but Jordan. yeah, I think that's usually the reason. I think in the first round, it's weird because these thoughts that I'm having totally conflict because like teams want to kind of eliminate risk. And if you look at Nicobe Dean and you said, well, you know, he's small. Uh, I don't know what else you would say other than small. And then you say, and he plays linebacker, which isn't as valuable. And then you go over to Jermaine Johnson and you go, and this guy, you know, he's an edge. And he can, like, I can give you more negatives on him. And so I don't know how that eliminates risk. It really doesn't. It's you're, you're, You have a pretty good chance to swing and miss on a guy where you're going, but but he plays the right position. Question. Where do you have, where do you have um, Karloftis ranked? George, George Karloftis, Purdue. My edge guys are Aiden Hutchinson, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, Trayvon Walker, then George Karloftis, then David Ojabo, then Jermaine Johnson. So why? Why, Jeff? I saw a mock from PFF, a guy I trust, Trevor uh, Sycamore. I trust Trev. Trevor's good people. I trust Trev. I trust him. 
You should. Not a lot of people you can trust over there, but you can trust Trevor and you can trust Mike. Jermaine, Jermaine mocked at five. Five? Fifth? Linda Bob- I don't know why we're pretending that Kayvon Thibodeau isn't awesome. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, he's fine. I just think there are guys better than him. I just I like Carl Lopez better than him. I like Ojabo better than him. I don't think he's terrible. I just, you need to stop it. Actually, Jeff, you need actually, to stop it. I have, I have I have logic. Can I can I talk about my logic? Just talk about my I, logic. I dare you. I think every I'm time I'm a fan of yours, Vach. <laughs> you better you better leave me alone. Jeff, look, this is my thing, right? I think every draft, especially now, right? It comes down to are you floor guy or are you ceiling guy? I'm floor guy. I love a high floor. A high ceiling don't mean okay. nothing to me till it happens. You know what I mean? Okay. So with Kayvon and with Jermaine, and now also do you want to say this with passion? Do you want to say whatever this is with passion? Because you can. Yeah, man, let me tell you about this shit, bro. Let me tell you about this shit, bro. 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 Uh, sir. Sir. Nah. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're they're bad players, and I want people to like hear me, like just hear me. I can say Kayvon is not in my top three defensive ends, but that don't mean he sucks. I just love Carl Lopez. I just like Aiden Hutchinson explodes people. Any you, I love hand usage. Technique means something to me, right? And I just slightly got Ojabo over Kayvon Thibodeau. I'm not saying he's bad. They can all go top ten if they want to. I don't think Jermaine John like music, music. music. Oh, hold on, yep, hold on. Let me get you. Here you go. Jermaine Johnson's second round pick. Fuck it. I won't move on that. He disappears. He's late. I'm not saying that about Kayvon, though. Kayvon's actually good. Jermaine is good. That's how I feel. Yeah. You want to know, and this hurts my heart to do this, you want to know the guy that the whole world absolutely loves that I like, don't love, Chris Olave, and I'm getting killed for it. Because I like route runners, too. I don't think you should be getting killed for it. And he's a route runner. And he's really good as a route runner, but he's also kind of a slight built guy that can kind of get jammed up and knocked off routes and ain't going to break tackles out of the catch. So I'm like, yeah, NFL ready might be an NFL number two and a really good player. And I love route runners, but I just put him where I put him, which is my sixth wide receiver. And everybody's like, oh my God, you're crazy. And I'm just like, I I don't even know why you guys are mad. I thought I liked him, but other people love him. And so it Um, turns out that you hate him. And also, I think he's pretty overrated as a route runner. I think, I think, in comparison to the type of player that he is, and the type of players that normally play like that, he runs routes better than them. You know what I mean? So, so when we think about those fast, top off the defense guys, yeah, he runs routes better than them. Plus, Chris Olave got some really good hands. Like you know what I mean? So I'm not just comparing him to like those dudes, but um, sideline awareness too. Like there's a lot of things I really like about Olave. He's going to make really good plays. He makes some tough ass catches because CJ Stroud cannot, whatever. Um, So (laughs) early in the year, CJ Stroud could not throw the ball. He had a shoulder or something. Cause I was watching, I forgot what game, but it was early in the year. And I was tweeting out of like, I really thought the Ohio state quarterback was good. And people were like, Oh, he was hurt early. And I was like, Oh, okay. It was an Oregon game. He was hitting. He was hitting fucking Pam Oliver all over the sideline. <laughs> he was, was killing everybody. I was um, watching him sail the ball everywhere. But I like Chris Olave. But um, this goes back to what I was saying earlier, right? There's this difference between what you get from Henry Ruggs guys and what you get from Jalen Waddle guys, right? I just think that that Jalen Waddle thing 
Chris Olave doesn't have. So Chris Olave is basically top off the defense forward guy. I don't think he's very sidewaysy guy, but he and does have some really good hands. Go ahead. Like when you compare the two Ohio State receivers, like Olave does a really good job with subtly being able to like accelerate and run routes and found his way to get open deep a lot. And if he can do that in the NFL, then hell yeah, he's worth a first round pick. For sure. But when I compare him and Garrett Wilson, like I'm going to make some sounds here because I'm a receiver guy. It's it's not easy to cover a guy that everything is really silky smooth like Olave, mm. but it's harder to cover a guy like Garrett Wilson where everything is ah ah. So it's like the uh, ah, and the it's yeah the manipulations and the violent stop and go and it's like oh shit what's he like that is my first round receiver that Olave is- I think is good Wilson I think is one of the few guys in this class that could be an NFL number one. For I sure. guess it's Stephon Diggs in his game, I think. Let me just look at your eyes when I say this so I can just make sure that, you know, just so I can get your reaction. I was watching this one play from uh, Garrett Wilson. It was like this 10-yard out. And it was, the, do a, ah! it was the prettiest, smoothest, most sudden. Like, you know, like if you watch, uh, I'm just trying to, you know, do this for the audience. Like if you was watching Traylon Burks and he runs it like out, you have to break down, then turn. Garrett Wilson is smoothly... He'll give you a fake to the inside and one step, hips, body, head, ah, around. Now, if you have to make sounds when describing a route runner, you are describing an explosive route runner that's going to get open. If you have to make ah, (laughs) the word is sudden. You know what I mean? We 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 probably should just be using that word. But I think Garrett Wilson is a mile better than Chris Olave. To where to where I just think Garrett Wilson won't be available for us and, and Olave might be. And I also think there will be better players on the board than Olave if Olave makes it to 24. So you, you're not by yourself, Jeff. Okay, next receiver question, okay? Because this is one where, you know, this is going to be the one that makes or breaks my career. Um, uh, Sky Moore. If yes, if you think a guy is going to play the slot, doesn't have to. Okay. But if you think he is going to play the slot in the NFL, mm-hmm. is that a reason to move him down? No, because if he ends up being the best slot in the league, you know, what I'm like saying? would you pick Cooper Cup in the first round? I think yeah. you might. For sure. I think well, you might. Well, because you have to look at it like this, right? Slot receivers don't come off the field as much as they used to. You know what I mean? Like slot receivers are a part of NFL offense now. And hell, CD Lamb as a slot receiver in his rookie campaign was one of our better receivers. I I, I want to see CD Lamb play the slot right now. Okay, like we can I do too. You know what I'm saying? Like keep him in, even if he's the best receiver on the team, put him in the slot. I don't mind the best receiver on 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 my team playing the slot. You know what I mean? I'll go one further. I want my best receiver in the slot. For sure. Like if that's 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 just like saying, okay, look, Jalen Ramsey is your best corner. If he got to play the slot, that'll make him a less valuable player. Put him in the slot. If if the best dude's in the slot, he's your best dude. Put him in the slot. It's just that we just got to run three on three now. That's just what it is. We three receivers, three corners. So fine. And if you think that highly of that player, but he plays in the slot, Traylon Burks mostly plays in the slot. Like you don't you don't you don't drop him for that. He's just a part of your offense. Sky Moore is everybody probably already knows this, but um Sky Moore is my guy that I think if in the first round somebody like Green Bay or Kansas City picks him, he's gonna have a thousand yard rookie season. So like it, that's just the player I watched on tape. Yeah. Where he ain't the same height and he ain't the same skin tone, but I watched him and I got Cooper Cup vibes where it's not 
necessarily a like he didn't run good shuttles right so it's not necessarily that it's stop and go but it's the jerkiness of being able to get people off balance and change direction at speed and get separation make plays that you would think he would have to be bigger to make and then hell after the catch the same way cooper cup is so sky Moore's the guy that i just watched him and i was like whatever he's a top five receiver for me and if i'm wrong i'm wrong but that's where i'm going stick to your guns brother joe Stick to your guns. Um, and, you know, if he does end up being the player that you're describing him as, you get all of the credit for that. You know what I mean? I was a huge um, um, C.D. Lamb Jefferson guy. You know what I mean? And, you know, that ain't to say that Judy is bad or that we don't know what rugs would have been. But, like, Rager. I mean, yeah, whatever. Cool. But, like, you know. I like Rager. I was wrong. Fine. But if you're super firm on, hey, man, Justin Jefferson, one of them dudes, then that's what they're going to remember. But when you miss heavy, they're also going to not they're also gonna not let that go also so just you know stand on your guns man sky more people still give me you know what people still give me shit somebody was because i i put my board out in public i don't care you can see it it's information that i want you to have what i think about these players and somebody saw it today and was like penning's going in the first round because i had trevor penning as a second round guy and i was like well i'm not trying to predict where they're picked that's easy Sure. I'm just telling you what I think about him. And so people give me shit about our Darius Washington. And I'm like, I told you he was getting picked on day three. I told you that most NFL teams wouldn't want any part of him because he was too small. I just think he can play. Son of a bitch made a 53 man as an undrafted free agent, didn't he? That's it. All we need is a chance with our Darius. Leave me alone. Joshua yeah. in the super chat. Go ahead. He wants to he wants North Dakota State Christian Watson in the second or third. I think you're barking up the right tree in the third. I think you're barking up the wrong tree in the second. Brandon, Malik Hooker secured curse or draft for strong safety. I think the Cowboys are going to keep curse. Nicholas Morrow, thoughts from the Raiders. What do you mean? I Give me their team needs. I'll tell you what tree we're barking up. I can find you some players. Sure. Brandon wants to move Collins to left guard, then draft BPA. They don't think... Yeah, I don't want to put this out in public because I still want them to get some value if they're going to trade him. They don't think Collins back to left guard would go well because yeah. they think with his hip that some of his bend is gone. And without that, it's tough with what they ask their guards to do. So just know that. But don't tell anybody because I'm trying to protect his value. Is Kenya Green a first-round player for you, Jeff? Uh, let me double check. Yes, but, and I hate doing this after the combine because my notes on Zion Johnson and Kenyon Green are, they're not the same player, but sure. they're both really, really, really positive. And sure. after the combine, I flipped them. Zion Johnson's my number one guard. Kenyon Green is number two, but I would take either one at 24 with a smile. I think, um, I think Kenyon is a couple of spots higher than Johnson for me. Um, but I kind of like the fact that he kind of had a weird little combine because I want people to overreact to that. I don't care how he look in shorts. That motherfucker look great in pants, Jeff. He look great in pants. Hell yeah, let, he does. Let that let that dude fall to us, bro. Like if I had if I had a hump the chair moment, it's for two guys. It's for it's Sky Moore. It's just for for Vach. Oh, <laughs> you're 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 gonna hump the chair if we get Sky Moore. Sky but Moore if- and Sky Moore. For sure. If we get Kenya Green or Jordan Davis, I will I will be humping the chair on draft day, man. That's just Ooh, how you're that high on a nose tackle. I don't so I think once you get to 24, I think position value kind of opens up a little bit. And I do think Fair. he's a luxury pick. I do think he's a role player. I do think he's a player that should be taken late, like where we're at. 
but that dude is a top 10 talent in this draft. And and when I'm and with, with my thought drafting him, if he's a top 10 talent, then sure. But I just think that dude, particularly with what we do, right? Like if you're if you're Jordan Davis in Jacksonville, that ain't like Jordan Davis in Dallas because Jordan Michael Parsons would love Jordan oh, Davis. <laughs> oh my goodness, Jeff. Nobody's gonna touch him. Nobody's nope. gonna touch him. Plus, that makes your three takes better. That makes your ends better. It ain't gonna be Randy, but it's gonna be D and somebody. You know what I mean? That just makes the whole product just better. The whole product better. So Jordan fits us. I will hump the chair for Kenya Green and Jordan. Day. So besides Sky, do you have a hump the chair guy besides Sky? Because you've been saying uh, all all month. I like Ed Ingram more than the rest of the world does. I love Ed Ingram, man. Ed like Ed Ingram in the second round, or even with the way other people are talking about him in the third round, I'd hump the chair. Yeah. Um, there's so a lot of linebackers I like but don't love, and that's actually what I want to talk about after I knock out some super chats. But go ahead. What are you saying? Okay, so how much um, how much um, guards have you watched? Guards and tackles. Offensive not line. A, much not a ton. I've watched – uh, tackles Evan Neal, Iquanu, Cross, Penning, Raymond, Petit Frere, and guards Zion Johnson, Kenyon Green, Ed Ingram, Darian Kennard, uh, Sawyer at Georgia, left tackle for them, but I think he's a guard. Yeah. Parham at Memphis and Ryan. Okay. Okay. We're going to revisit this like in April when you've gotten that list up a little bit. Normally, I don't like day two tackles because I think like if you're, if you're a good tackle, you just go day one. And my, I got to watch the Tulsa guy. I know I got to watch him. Watch the Tulsa guy because he's going to be a guard for you and he's a little more physical and pinning, which is hilarious. Um, watch him. Watch Arizona State guy, Kellen Dyche. Watch, uh, ULM. U-L-L, uh, Max Mitchell. Sir, there is no U-L-L anymore. U-L-L was good enough that they're now the U- University of Louisiana. They don't have an extra letter. Only Monroe was- still has an extra letter, unless I have that backwards. I thought that was weird. So watch uh, watch uh, Kellen Dice, Max Mitchell. Petit Friere can play. Ohio State, the kid can play. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering why we aren't talking about that second group of tackles. Because this is a big tackle class if you add all those guys in or whatever. Because I mean, he he has fantastic – I mean, he's Ohio State, so he plays against Boye, Mafe, uh, Karloftis, and he got good reps against them dudes, man. And I just don't know why we're not talking about uh, talking about him more. Petit Friere from Ohio State, left tackle. Hold on. I got to bang out these supers, and then I'm going to – quiz you about linebackers dallas hey jeff you know mark holmes i think you should have him on your show also let's go get wagner and chandler jones i'm familiar with mark jones being a person that does cowboys content botch do we have a do i have a mark holmes opinion i need uh do you have an opinion that that you need yeah do i like him do i hate him he's fine yeah he's cool dude okay Delta Sky Moore is the most complete wide receiver in the draft from a skill and specialty standpoint. Quick, crisp, has great hands, high floor. And say, I like where your head's at. He is the one I'm most confident in. Won't be a bust out of all the receivers. Brandon loves CD. Is he ready to be a number one? Whole different monster lining up against Slay Bradbury and opposing team's number one corner. Amari was that dude. No receiver goes against the other team's number one corner all that often because it's very rare that other corners travel. But, yes, CD will get more attention. Well, he can't get more attention than they had the second half of the year. second half of the year, they're dropping seven guys in coverage. Right. Everybody had a lot of attention. Good Kobe Shepard, them Ohio State boys, different, and he said he is an OSU fan. So, that's fair. Of course. Okay, let me make sure there's nothing else here. Bah, bah, bah. You got anything you got to do? Uh, free game podcast, Drive 5. It says uh, Sam Williams from Ole Miss. We saw his senior bowl came in late. Pretty solid, but, yeah, yeah, I wasn't going 
crazy. Jason, Jeff, I'm subscribed, but how do I become a member? On the main page next to the subscribe button, there should be a join button. If you do that, you get access to super cool emotes and stuff like that and, a, and an invite to the Discord server. So I appreciate everybody who does join as a member because if I don't get members and if people don't super chat and if people don't watch these videos, guess what I do? Go I go on the streets. <laughs> okay? So if you're into daily fantasy, Get the Underdog Fantasy app. Get your money. Use the promo code Jeff C when you sign up, and then we can do a bunch of over-unders and parlays and bet two bucks at a time and try to make a million bucks. Okay, let's do that together. And I'm working on Manscaped, by the way, Vach. Hey. Working on it. Shout out to Manscaped, the leaders of Below the Bell Mail Group. No, sir. Do you still have a promo code? Hit it. Get it. Vach20, V-O-C-H-20. Get your monies up. All right, now don't say that again, because if they, if I don't get results when I do it, then they're going to be like, we don't need you. And you, then should, you, you should definitely get I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a talk to, talk to over. <laughs> uh, should I tell people the truth about it when I get my promo code that for years I've been using the same one here as I use there? Yeah, 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 yeah. You should, should I tell sh- people that? You shouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, sorry. Now, what I want to talk to you about. One more thing, one, like, more thing, one more thing, one more thing, real fast. Brandon J dropped the uh he dropped a deuce in the super chat says Miles Jack. I know y'all loved him in the draft. Miles Jack is my favorite college football tape of all time. So if we if we uh if we get him, uh I would explode in many ways. His pick six where he was running like that way when he caught it, and it was like that's not a linebacker. You can't tell me that's a linebacker, but and I'm told this, he hadn't been as good the last year or two, so maybe his knees kept I don't know. I hadn't seen him lately. Get him cheap. Should have had him on the team anyway instead of Jalen. And shouts out to Fussy King in the chat box right now, holding it down, chilling, watching right now. I think he's working right now. It's business hours. But shouts out to Fussy for uh, tuning in. Go ahead, quiz me on uh, linebackers, you say. Okay. How many have you seen? Because I somewhere between like and love this linebacker class. And I'm a Jabril Cox fan too. So it's not like I feel like I have to have one at the top. For sure. But somewhere in here. I've seen about 11 linebackers and at least nine of them. I'm like, yes, please. And they're all very different. They're all very different. Like N'Kobe Dean and Devin Lloyd stand above the rest because they can play the run. They can make plays in the backfield. They can blitz and they can cover. I'm sorry. You had something negative to say about Devin Lloyd. It sounded like. It wasn't negative about Devin Lloyd. It was the, they're better than all the rest. They're above the rest. I got one oh. more guy that I think is better than Devin Lloyd. Uh, is it Quay Walker? Motherfucking Quay Walker's a gangster. Okay. Gangster. <laughs> he's, my, he's my third one. Gangster. Okay. okay. So, yes. Yeah, like what that dude is. But go ahead. Everybody's talking about Dean at Georgia and Lloyd at Utah. And I'm watching these other guys, and I'm like, man, Quay Walker has that same thing. Where it's like he can play forward, he can play backward, he's fluid, he's full size. Quay Walker is a really good player. Georgia has a third linebacker who, to me, comes up short in the playing backwards part of it, Channing Tindall. But Channing Tindall is an MFing missile coming forward. Sure. And can run and hit like a dump truck. Mm-hmm. And then he tested great. And I'm like, well, shit, maybe I can get him to become functional in coverage. And if you can, Channing Tindall's going to be a stud. Yep. Um, Chad Muma's got good tape and had an incredible combine. Christian mm-hmm. Harris at Alabama's a good player. Mm-hmm. Leo Chanel. Oh, you don't like Christian uh, Harris? Yeah. So I like, um, so let me just run down this with you. Dean Stud. 
Lloyd is fun, but he plays like a safety sometimes. So that kind of dropped him to my third guy. Quay, gangster. Um, I like Tyndall. I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a round one, two guy. Maybe three or four guy. I have him in three. Um, but if you can teach that dude to cover with as athletic as he is, he's going to be a stud because that dude is a missile. This is a so like a Sam linebacker type dude going going forward. You know, shit like that. Love it. Um, I wonder. This is my 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 one thing that I was curious about. Does he have problems mental processing, or does Quay and Dean just see it so much faster than him? Well, Dean sees it faster than both of them because I've seen Dean yell at both of them on tape. I've seen sure. him run into both of them on tape because he's too sure. fast processing. So he he's just perfect. So at first I was like, I like Tendall man, but he kind of sees it a little slow. But then I stopped and just recounted a little bit. I was like, man, you know, maybe Dean just seeing this shit. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe Dean just. I it like in my notes on Dean was like, oh, got mad at uh, got mad at Walker. Oh, got mad at Tyndall again. Like he, they're in his way when he's trying to go make a play. Which is another reason why Dean's better than Jermaine. He should be top ten. Whatever. Um, Moonlight Chanel, Wisconsin. I'm kind of I'm uh, he he's fine. I just I'm just I'm just more so evaluating him based on the hype that he's getting. I think he's, he's a, so he's a, freaking different than everyone else. He's a fine player. He plays interestingly, but I just think he's uh you know he. I watched his tape and initially I was like either third round or day three. Yeah. Then he had his combine and I went same thing as Channing Tindall. I went shit. Can he cover and they just never asked him to? Because he's yeah. a great athlete. Sure. And 6'2", 260 is not how linebackers are built anymore. But mm-hmm. that dude coming forward is a freight train. Coming and so forward. now I'm intrigued. I'm like, I don't want to move him up just on athletic testing because I thought his shuttles would have sucked and he would just be big, strong, and fairly fast. Turns out he's fast and hyper-athletic in every way you could possibly measure. And I'm like, huh, maybe there's even more there than you got to see at Wisconsin. But I don't know. So I'm not going to lean on those numbers too much because they train for those numbers. They prep and all that kind of shit. Well, and the shuttles were pro day, and I don't believe them for a second. I'll wait until <laughs> I get numbers from teams, which I will, and I'll tell you what his numbers really were. It's just that my thing about Leo in particular, Mooma's a little further down for me, but Leo in particular, um, if, like, if, if you're looking at him, you would think, like, okay, cool, like second-round guy maybe, but then I start thinking about the names that will possibly be there in the second round, I just think there there will be better guys there. So he's probably like a early third round dude, maybe um late 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 second or whatever. Um, Have you seen Asamoa out of Oklahoma? Asamoa? No, 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 not yet, not yet. He's next. He's next. Okay, yeah, he's like um, he's unique too. He's different. Watch him soon. Um, Christian Harris though, I like Christian Harris. I like him a lot. Um, his very first game I watched of him was like Florida or something like that. He was just making all the damn plays in the Florida game. He was he was covering people. He was beating block. He he can be very sometimes he like sometimes he's really really good. Sometimes he kind of gets lost in the sauce or whatever. But then he went out and did combine things and he you know tested pretty fast. And not that he's getting credit for being combine guy, but I actually liked his his film first. You know what I mean? And then I went back and watched. I'm like, okay, cool. He does move around pretty fast. Shots out to him. Shots out to Clark. Um, let me ask you this since we're on linebackers, brother Jeff. Let me Clark, he's the one that I don't like that everybody else likes. Clark, Clark is fine, but but he's not up there with Christian. He's down there with like Mooma and them. He's he's in that tier. What do you think about um Troy Anderson? <laughs> Fuster King loves him. I'm kind of in the middle. I'm you know. It's kind of strange, you know. I, I, Troy I think- Anderson to me goes in the same bucket as uh Brandon Smith at Penn State. Okay. 
where Troy Anderson has everything you could ever dream of, except you watch him play and you're like, does he know what he's doing? Sure. Sure. Uh, To me, Brandon Smith at Penn State's the same way, where it's like, oh, you built this guy in a lab. He's he's a creative player and he's perfect. Does he have any clue what he's doing? And if I have it right with Anderson, I think it makes sense because I don't think he's played linebacker for long. Mm-hmm. So to me, that is a guy that ideally it would be like top of the fourth round. You take a sure. day three guy that you're going to develop. Sure. But I think his athleticism is going to drive him up to where, hell, maybe somebody takes him in the second or the early third, and that would scare me. Yeah. Um, my whole thing about Troy is that, first of all, he plays – for Montana State, so his competition ain't all that great. But he, but he does run fast. You can't deny that he that he runs fast. The weird thing about it is, I'm watching some of his tape, and you can tell he's the most athletic dude on the team because they just take him and just put him places. Like he was playing like a gang of nickel corner for a long ass time, right? That's probably because he's the most af- athletic dude out there, considering the competition that he's playing against. Does he do that in the league? I don't think so. Um, does he do safety things in the league? I don't think so. I think he's going to be a linebacker. And as a full-time linebacker, I just see some flaws. I see athleticism. I just I just see some flaws. You know, some people ask me, yo, Vach, do you see him playing quarterback in the league? Stop playing with me. Grow up. Or ask me weird-ass questions like that. So, yeah, you know, fourth-round guy maybe, but Fuster King loves him. Fuster King got him in the second. I don't, well, I don't think so. Welcome to the draft. NFL draft, man. NFL draft. Everybody watches them. And everybody sees what they see, and that's the way it goes. For sure. And sometimes you can see what you see and be right, and it doesn't mean they're going to be good in the NFL. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just don't know. Most of the time. But that's like just those guys that we just went over. That's three to four rounds deep of a sure. really good position group. Sure. I, I, like, I like this draft. I don't, I wouldn't want to have a top five pick. Right. I'd love to have four or five picks between 24 mm-hmm. and 70. Yes. Love it. Yes, there's a lot of role players. There's a lot of role players and complimentary guys that you need on your team. Last year was all about the stars. Like I said, if you was in that in them top 13 picks, you weren't going to miss none of them dudes unless you took quarterback or something like that. Um, but this is the year for the complimentary guy. Plus, and just to make this kind of Cowboy-centric or whatever, you know, as far as linebacker goes, like, you still got Jabril Cox, so you're not pressed to draft any of these dudes early. Like I said, like if like if it's Dean or like Walker or something like that, then you just go and get them dudes. But if not, we can wait until later because you still got, you know, Jabril. And then there's like free agency and stuff like that. So we got a lot of time to figure this stuff out. We got till the end of April to figure this shit out. There is no rush to uh, figure out these uh, players that y'all asking us about. You know? Yeah, and they'll probably sign a guy. Like, be ready for that. At yeah. guard, the Cowboys going to sign a guy. Yeah. I think, unless they're going to be like, well, we could play with McGovern or Farniak. The, their MO is they'll sign a guy at wide receiver. They'll sign a guy. And at linebacker, I'll bet they'll sign a guy. So they don't feel like, oh, we have to do this, but we still know what they're going to do. Ben, I line with no damn, no damn Farniak. Hell wrong with y'all. I'm, 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 I'm already pissed off. That's what I'm just saying. They need to sign an offensive lineman so they don't feel like they're forced. But at 24, if Kenyon Green or Zion Johnson is there, Cowboys, go ahead. For sure. Go ahead and pick your left guard. Move it along. And I'm going to celebrate because I love offensive linemen. I know people hate offensive linemen. I'll be celebrating if we draft the left guard. So I'm fine. I only love wide receivers. That's all I really care about. Trying to pick like three of them. Like five wide and then no running backs. And to be fair, Jeff, you have nobody in the box. The quarterback just runs. 
you you do have a point though, Jeff, because I'm of the mindset that we should draft line every year, O line every year, because it's really eight guys that that you really rotate, like your top five, your swing tackle, your swing guard, and maybe like your backup center, whatever. Just how we've been navigating with line with um wide receivers lately, with the whole cool thing is gone, and Gallup really is only a two year contract, and then there's CD Lamb. Maybe you should draft wide receiver every two years or so, you know just as a draft strategy or whatever, just draft guys every year, draft guys every year and just constantly move guys around. And, you know, if it's a good guy, that's like, if it's a, you know, if lamb got to hit the market, then you get that back in comp picks, I guess, you know what I mean? Especially because so. like planning long-term in the NFL doesn't really work. Yeah, uh, like having long-term flexibility is fine. But today I was doing the draft show this morning on cowboys.com. And it was like, well, you know, they gave Gallup that money and CD's a first round pick. So you probably don't want to use the first round pick on a wide receiver. And I'm like, bullshit. Right. If it's the best player, right? Because you don't know. Are the Cowboys going to give Lamb a second contract that him and his camp will agree to? Do they want to? Will Michael Gallup be here after two years from now? Don't know. So the idea that, oh, this guy's paid and that guy was picked here, that can't stop you from drafting any position unless they can't get on the field for you. Sure. Wide receivers getting on the field. Ryan, that's all I got today, Vach. What you got? Ryan Long then dropped the dime and says, my two guys, that's me and Jeff. Um, I just stepped in, so I'm sure you discussed it. Make this Randy situation make sense? No. Uh, then proceed with your exceptional draft coverage. Big hug, bro. Big big hug, bro. Appreciate you. And then uh, Dro the Gunner dropped the deuce and says, Kingsley and Agbarre from South Carolina. Or, he's okay. Uh, um, Jermaine Johnson. Yeah, he's Kingsley is actually one of my t- – favorite players in that tier of guys because i think end gets bad at some point i think he's um one of the better guys before end gets bad but where did i, I put him third i think end yeah. of the second third yeah something like that i don't hate jermaine johnson <laughs> so nah he's better than kingsley and Agbare. yes i'm gonna have to go watch some more damone clark because everybody thinks he's better than i do i'm gonna have to go watch some more damone clark may be like my eighth guy my eighth linebacker or something maybe like He's my one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Same I might need to go watch. Need to go watch some Demon Clark. I gotta go, guys. I gotta go watch Demon hey, Clark. Hey man, listen. Do not be dicks to people, man. Be nice because you never know what they're going through. You heard? Be a good human. Somebody will be good back to you, and this world will be a better place overnight. You hear me? And remember about the Oski Woskies and the Peaky Weeskies. Uh, you remember that uh, sometimes they charge sixty-five. For the Oski Woskies, even though it was just 50 the other day. But that bitch had a $15 plane ticket. So fast, bitch. Appreciate it. Have a good Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.